Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epteen with the Direct Impact Podcast. Thanks, guys, so much for being here with us today. We are going to do the second part, so part two of Jedi Mind Tricks. This is episode number 25, and we will link to episode number 24, which is Jedi Mind Tricks part one in the show notes. So if you are just joining us for the first time, I know that you will get a wealth of information and knowledge out of this episode, but please do understand that this is part two of a two-part series on Jedi Mind Tricks. All right, so let's just dive right in without further ado. We will go ahead and run back over what we learned last week, though. I'm just gonna mention that we went over maintaining low expectations okay so monitoring and maintaining our expectations with self and others we went over how to poison the fantasy we went over playing the tape through and um, we also went over reverse engineering the halt hungry angry lonely tired Um, we also mentioned halt plus bored sick and stressed we also went over distraction Okay, so we're going over Jedi mind tricks and skills that we can use when confronted with triggers, urges, and cravings. So when we become emotionally dysregulated by people, places, things, or even just our internal embodied emotions or anxiety or toxic stress or whatever, we can use these skills to become grounded and to return to what we call in dialectical behavioral therapy, our wise mind, where we can make good and clear decisions. Okay, so today we're going to start with opposite action. And I just mentioned DBT, which stands for dialectical behavioral therapy. And this is one of the skills that are taught in that. It's made the short list of our mind tricks, okay? So when you become aware that your brain is making excuses and rationalizing, participating in an unwanted behavior, you can tap into your recovery brain, all right? Like you can find your wise mind by doing this. You can decide to do the opposite action, okay? Or the opposing behavior, all right? In doing so, you're actually building new neural networks and new neuropathways, Every time you participate in opposite action, you're building new pathways that says, you know what, I can do it this way. I've done it this way. I'm going to continue to do it this way. I actually like these outcomes better. We don't have to revert to old behaviors um, and those old pathways just because they've been used for so long, right? So opposite action is a great thing to do and to put into practice. So when you are dysregulated... All right. When you are out of your window of tolerance, when you are contemplating participating in something that you know is going to take you further away from your goals, all right, further away from the person that you have said you wanted to be, you just do the opposite action, right? So last week we used the example of somebody wanting to disengage and uh, discontinue their relationship with alcohol. So we'll just continue with that example. And so here, a mind trip 
mind trip, <laughs> mind trick <laughs> is a mind trip. <laughs> so using this example, an opposite action would be, oh my gosh, it would be quote unquote, really nice to have a beer. We used this example last time. So instead of following through on that action, you would do the opposite action, you know, and say, all right, but it would also be really nice to have a ginger beer. <laughs> so you would go outside and make kind of like a big deal over, you know, getting your ginger beer and getting your Moscow mule mug and making sure it's frosted. And you make a big deal over like the opposite action. Like, I'm not going to participate in old behaviors, but I am going to treat myself to something. And so you might want to move even a little further away from opposite action, right? So, you know, that might be a little too close to home, might not really get the triggers under control fast enough, although, you know, with some practice it will. You know, you might want to say, you know, I really want a beer, but instead I'm going to take a walk. So again, new neural networks, it's like opposite action, like I could do this, but I'm going to choose to do that because it takes me step um, one step closer to my goals. That is just it's a wonderful thing and that's how we grow and that's how we change and that's how we develop and that's how we shift mindset and perspective is in opposite action right okay so again a quick made it on the short list it's a dbt skill called opposite action you have to pause though the pause is key and you pause long enough to say you know what i could do that but I'm going to choose opposite action. A healthy opposite action on my list would be, I'm going to pick up my guitar. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to get my hands dirty by planting that plant I've been wanting to put in the ground. You know, whatever it is. Listen up. Is anybody out there interested in working smarter, not harder? Timeular provides effortless time tracking to help you achieve your goals and lead a more productive work-life balance. This platform helps you to quantify distractions, increase your focus, and transform how you spend your very, very valuable time and energy. See where every minute of your working day is spent. For me, time audits hold me accountable to my priorities, protecting my margin, and it holds me accountable to my annual goals. How and where I dedicate my time and energy is super important. As a wife, mother of two children and several pets, founder and CEO of a nonprofit, clinical director of Resolve Strategies and a podcaster, I wear many hats and I use Timeular to keep me on track. Just go to timeular.com backslash REF backslash direct impact. All right, scroll down. At the end of this episode, through our show notes, and click on timeular.com backslash REF backslash direct impact. Okay, so opposite action was number one. Number two is tell somebody and say it out loud. Sometimes it works great just to scream it, <laughs> say it out loud, hear yourself say it. Um, I can, it just does a world of good to actually just say the thought out loud. We talk about like identifying the lies, identifying those negative cognitions that swirl around your brain, like say it out loud and see how it sounds. <laughs> does it still sound true when you say it out loud or does it sound silly and irrational? So a Jedi mind trick is just say it out loud. Even one step further than that 
is tell someone. Tell someone what you're thinking. Tell someone how you're feeling. Tell someone that you're dysregulated and don't feel like you can make wise-minded decisions about your next steps. Say it out loud and tell somebody. That's the importance in community, people. Please remember that. You know, we cannot get well and heal on an island. Okay, the importance of community comes in right here. So tell somebody. Tell a group member, tell your accountability partner, tell your therapist, tell your sponsor, tell somebody, some trusted individual, your mentor, whomever. Okay, because when you say it out loud, and when you allow someone the opportunity to attune to you and hear it, and reflect back what they hear, you know, miracles can happen out of that. Okay, so Jedi mind trick number two is tell someone and say it out loud. All right, scream it out loud if you need to. Perfectly acceptable. Closely related to this one is Jedi mind trick number three, and it's called name it to tame it. All right. We say this a lot in EMDR therapy. (laughs) Uh, We say this a lot um, just in psychotherapy. So if you can name it, you can tame it. All right. So when you begin to notice like a craving or a trigger or emotional dysregulation, when you're coming out of your window, name it. Okay, the simple practice of noticing and acknowledging the feeling, the emotion or the sensation attached to the craving can turn the tides. Okay, it is so important to be able to name it to tame it. So one of the ways I like to do that is to not attach to it, but just to name it by saying, oh, anchors here. (laughs) Oh, sadness just arrived. So you're naming it. You're noticing it, but you're not attaching to it or assigning a value of positive or negative to these emotions, right? You're just spending time with them. You're just noticing them, but you are naming them. That name it allows you the opportunity to tame it by coming back into your window of tolerance and grounding yourself. All right. Wonderful. Number four is radical accountability. And I love this one. This is a (laughs) a Jedi mind trick that um, I've been using with a lot of my clients for many years. And so like, I'll just again, stick with the one example of somebody that wants to disengage with alcohol. And so like radical accountability, um, an example of that would be it's like, okay, so I've decided I'm going to drink again. (laughs) And before I do, I have promised that I will call my sponsor and tell them that I plan on drinking again. I promise that I am going to go to my meeting and turn my chip back in and tell them, you know what, the hell with all this, I'm going to leave here and I'm going to drink. Radical accountability is, you know what, I'm going to take my six month chip and I'm going to stick it on my tongue and wait for it to dissolve. And when it dissolves, I'll have a sip of beer. Guess what? It's not going to dissolve. 20 minutes will pass. Your craving will pass too. And you'll be able to make a wise minded decision. So some of these can be silly. (laughs) They can be fun, but they are a little radical and wacky. And that's why I like them, but they do work. All right. So honestly, think about it. If you were thinking about taking a drink by the time you went to the meeting, told everybody you wanted to drink and turned your chip back in, you'd have a swarm of people talking you out of that and making sure you were safe and not going to do that. Right. So do something extreme. Be willing to be radical. Be willing to take those extreme steps, you know, for your recovery, for your healing, (laughs) for your personal growth. It's, it's worth it. 
Heads Up Guidance Services, or HUGS, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to removing all barriers to quality professional counseling services. At HUGS, all motivated individuals, couples, and families can access the support they need and deserve in an outpatient setting. They recruit dedicated, compassionate, and socially conscious professionals who volunteer their time and specialized skill pro bono. HUGS doesn't work with third-party payers, insurance companies, or government dollars. Rather, they operate entirely with the support of people just like you. To help support HUGS, visit www.headsupsavannah.org. All right, so number five is urge surfing. All right. So not as much of a mind trick as it is a long-term goal, but urge surfing is, it's definitely worth mentioning. It's a practice to learn how to sit in your emotions and to allow them to pass. And, you know, I've kind of, all of these kind of like build on each other and go with each other and have the same positive results. But urge surfing really is, it's a challenging practice, you know, so I saved it for last because it's something that can be implemented once you have built the ability to pause, to return to your wise mind, to return to your window of tolerance, you've built new neural networks and you know that you can participate in healthy behaviors because you have multiple times. Eventually, you can get to a place of urge surfing where that's safe and you can do that for a period of time and just really pay attention to the thoughts, the anxiety the fear, the irrational you know, thought process, you know, I just call it like circling the drain, <laughs> all those cognitions, just circling the drain. And you can pay attention and get in touch with a feeling within emotion. You might even connect to old memories. You might connect to old relationships or messages received from childhood that might have, you know, allowed you to carry this thought process into adulthood, but you're surfing the dysregulation. You're surfing urges and cravings and triggers and discomfort and just sitting in this, they pass. They really do pass. Usually in 15 to 20 minutes, as we mentioned previously, triggers pass. They last about 15 to 20 minutes. So you just, this practice will allow you to confront your rational fears And the irrational fear is most common that your feelings are going to overwhelm you. Your feelings are going to consume you. Your feelings are going to overpower you. Your feelings are going to destroy you or take you under or make you feel weak. That actually isn't a truth. That's not grounded in reality. Your feelings are just feelings and your feelings will pass when you allow them to surface and you pay them some attention. Okay. Um, When you say things like I mentioned before, like sadness is here, I can now name it, I can name the sadness, and I can feel it and I can surf that I can notice where I'm carrying it in my body. All right, then you just get curious about them. Okay, you don't minimize them, you just surf them, you allow them to pass. This is a wonderful mind trick, but again, not always something that can be done in early recovery. So if you can't, you know, do that right away, if it's too uncomfortable, I mean, yeah, that's completely understandable. Um, Give yourself plenty of grace. But 
Again, I am going to link to our previous episode, episode 24, in our show notes. So you now have 10 Jedi mind tricks that you can practice and you can utilize in times of emotional dysregulation to turn to a place of serenity and sanity and grounding and wise decisions and contentment. So guys, my call to action again, just like last week, was implement Pick one and implement one this week, okay? They really do work. So as always, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for reviewing. We really, 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 really appreciate you reviewing and sharing this episode with anybody you think could benefit from it. So I will see you same time, same place next week. Bye now. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein.